sees you. The people in his boat. I mean, you know, you can't say, well, you might have a tree over there and have this guy who's been at this tree, you know, and it's over here on the apple tree, right? And it might even be carved into the trunk of that tree, I'm an apple tree. But if in the season of truth, it bears remembrance, it's obvious God sees you even for us. wondering whether they're faithful or false, the Lord here says that we need to test them by their fruit. And he says, it's lovely to be able to know them by their fruit. But what do you look for? Well, one of the things that you look for is that you properly address them with your conversation. And that's what Paul says here. Galatians 5, verse 22 and 23 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. You know, if you're looking at the teacher, you're looking at the prophet, the one who claims to be sent by the Lord, one of the things that you want to look for as you're inspecting that tree is whether or not they have the fruit of character. You know, and, you know, they might totally talk the truth, but if they don't said that a nice guy is a nice guy all the time. And that's why we need to test these guys. We need to, you know, see where they're at. You know, what kind of fruit are they bearing? We need to look for the biblical message along with the biblical morals. Are they teaching you the Bible? Or when you go to that church, or when you listen to that study, or when you read that book, or when you watch that television program, are they just giving you their own word? Are they really pulling from the Bible and giving to your heart? See, that's what we need. A lot of times we have guys, you know, they have a beautiful television show, and it's it's beautiful. The whole setting and the backgrounds, it's all, you know, high tech and everything. But it's not a biblical message. And they claim to be sent by God, and yet they're not giving you God's word. There's so much. Some people say, well, the fruits are fine. You know, they're not that fine. You have to be vigilant with them. We need to be real practical to be able to test the guys who claim to be prophets. Look for fruit. Do they have character? And do they have fruit? We need to be like the Bereans who took the scriptures and who tested the talk. The Bible says in Acts 17, 11, they received the word with all readiness and they search the scriptures daily to find out whether these things be so. You know, Paul the Apostle went there to Berea. He preached the message to them. But they didn't just take it hook, line, and sinker. They tested his talk. They were faithful fruit inspectors. And as Paul was teaching.
said, man, is Paul really a prophet? Prove it. Show me your life. I want to see that character. And I want to hear the truth. Is it really the word of God? And that's what we really want to know. You know, I don't just buy a book because it says in Christian bookstore. You know, one of the things I wanted to give you guys this year is these magazines that are just an online place. They sell a whole bunch of Christian books. And I was just telling you guys, hey, buy Christian gifts for Christmas. And here's a magazine. And you can, you know, buy Bibles and things like that for your friends and family. And make it worthwhile, you know. But unfortunately, it's a place that sells um, not only these looking through this Christian magazine. You might be even reading that Christian examiner. And yet there's a lot of doubt. Just because they say they're Christian, just because they're on the Christian radio, or just because they're on the Christian channel, or just because these pastors, they serve, it doesn't mean they're right on. And we have to test the books. We have to test the some of the common words that the world uses is that there are many paths to God. And there's not a place called hell. And, you know, you turn on the TV and a lot of these guys are saying, man, hey, I believe in Jesus. The Bible says that in the book of Romans. Absolutely, it says that. You know, because a lot of times I know we want to hear that teaching and it just doesn't stir us up. That doesn't convict us. So we'll go back to that. And yet, you know, you look around the world that we're living in today, and, you know, America, are they right on? Are are we really talking about this? We're not. We need someone to come in under warning. We need someone to come in and talk about sin and talk about hell and talk about if this is really For they prophesy falsely to you, but have not received the love of Christ. See, not only do we look for the message, and not only do we look for the morals, but we look for the fruit of the ministry. Is God's hand really upon him? Has God really sent him? You know, Paul says, no, I was not sent by Christ. I'm not called by Christ. He gave consent to this prophecy. And he says, this is Christ Christ testing you. You know, Paul the Apostle was writing to the Philippians, and he's saying to them, he would warn them over and over and over again, I can't give you the Jesus, but it's a different Jesus. And so he says there in verse 12, but what I do I will also continue to do, that I may cut off the opportunity from those who desire an opportunity to be regarded just as we are in the principles they hold. For such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ. And no wonder, the person himself transforms himself into a minister of Christ. Therefore, it's no great thing if his ministers also transform themselves into a minister of righteousness. Then we'll have the chance to shine. So I just just encourage you you know one day we're going to die one day we're going to be on the other side of heaven and we're either going to be in heaven or hell and so just whatever you do man because I know a lot of times we think well it won't happen to me but you know you begin to listen to that guy or that gal 
begin to read that book or go to that church or whatever it might be, little by little, what happens is it drips away. And I guess, you know, I'll probably say this more in just a minute, but we have a church living by faith. And it has to make sure that they really have that oil on their lips, that they're really called by Christ, that they're really sent by the Spirit, that it's really the Lord doing that work, that that message of truth the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you guys, depart from me, you who practice
know, just different things like that. Yeah, mom, you can take it back to the church or whatever, and that doesn't make you person who's saying, Lord, Lord, here in this verse, they seem to be polite, they seem to be orthodox, they seem to be even fervent by repeating this title, and even public in their profession, but in spite of all these things, they did not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I mean, I don't know if you could even fathom the thought, but imagine hearing those words on that day, depart from me, you evil worker of iniquity, for I
used to be gender recanting. This is even a John the Baptist prophecy in Isaiah chapter, Joshua 3. So let's go ahead and turn there, guys. Luke chapter 3, pretty close. Luke 3, verse 7, it says, And he said to the multitude that came to be baptized by him, Beware of Zionists, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Therefore, bear fruit worthy of repentance. And do not begin to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones, even now the axe is standing at the door. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down physical, you know, ancestors, you know, spiritual ancestors. They were trusting things that weren't really, you know, tangible and legible in God's eyes. And John just says, no, the, the thing that you need to look to is whether or not your life is changed. And so I don't know if you guys have ever chopped a tree down. Now we have stone chopping, so back then they didn't. But can you picture him there with the, with the axe there laid at the root of the tree? And you know how it is, they kind of mark it, they're getting ready to hew and start to cut it down, throw it into the fire. He says, okay, it's right there. And you need to make a decision. Because it's ready to get cut down. It's ready to get thrown in. Will you really bear fruit? Will you really take the time to look at it? Are the things
just, I'm sorry for this, but the family, the, the reason why I want to pray for you is because I know you have cancer. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on a rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew. says the only difference is one did what Jesus said, the other didn't. They both heard the words of Christ, which is an incredible thing in and of itself. And they both were building houses. And they both had the Blessing in the Bible. 
what the illustration teaches us is that, you know, the only difference is that some are following Jesus in commanding and teaching and giving food to places, and there they are at home with their families, with their wives, with their children, and they're living and protecting the kingdom of God, holding the vision of God, and, and others aren't. We come to church and we put on a big show at church. We don't, you know, flip out at church at times. We don't get high at church at times. We don't do the lust of church at times. But there's a secret place. When you watch both of these houses going up, you would never know that this is not just a building. They're both buildings with lots of signs on them. Those are not churches. Blessed is the womb that bore you and the breast which nursed you. But he said more than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. And the Lord also said in John 14, verse 17, if you know these things, blessed are you.